This is what you need, landlord, and stilettos All about empowerment and rising to another level uh, Women represented, now it's time to get it Show them you a boss with financial independence Michelle McAllister, now it's time to tell them Women do it better, this is landlord and stilettos Entrepreneurship, but on another level And through real estate, this is landlord and stilettos Hey. Hi, everyone. Welcome back for another episode of the Landlord and Stilettos podcast. It's your girl, Michelle McAllister. And I am really excited about today's topic because it's something that I spoke about on my Instagram account a couple weeks ago, and it got a really good response. But before we jump into that, I want to introduce you all to someone who is very near and dear and special to my heart. I'm actually joined today by my very best friend, Stephanie Lee. Stephanie, say hello. Hello, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> you got to be higher than okay. that, Stephanie. Well, you know my voice is a little raspy. Okay, she anyway. has a deep voice, yes. a little bit, yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, and so Stephanie's Instagram account is Fearlessly Curly. We're going to get into that in just a second. Okay. Um, but Stephanie and I have been friends for... 15 years. 15 years, probably going on 20 almost, it feels like. like. Very long time. And um, she literally was just here today. We spend a lot of time together. So I figured, you know what, you need to hop on this podcast episode with me because everything that I'm talking about today, um, she's actually sort of walked through it with me. So I'm very excited um, that you are here to have um, on the show. And so before we get into it, though, um, tell us a little bit about Fearlessly Curly. So Fearless and Curly is, I feel like a twofold journey. Like I'm growing my hair back and I'm also getting back into fitness. Um, I've been working out consistently for seven months. So I have a motivational Wednesday post that I do with just like snippets of my workout just to kind of show that like I'm a mom and I still find time to take care of myself when it comes to fitness. And then I am a DIY hair girl. So I love to just kind of share some information on products that you can find in your kitchen or at the local produce place on how you can, you know, grow your hair without spending a bunch of money. And you did the big chop. I did do the big chop. Yes. So, yes. and I've made a lot of mistakes with my big chop and I share a little bit of that journey on my throwback Thursday post of how I did the big chop, how my hair has grown back. And I've had a lot of setbacks too, but I mean, you know, I'm here now, so. Well, look, y'all, if you'll check out her account, her hair is very thick, beautiful. And Stephanie, you have always like had these at-home remedies to do stuff, not just for your hair, but for your skin. Like anytime I call, I'm like, girl, I got this pimple. I can't get rid of it. Like she always has like some little concoction (laughs) that you can make here in the house. And you are sick with it, with the working out. She keeps me motivated, you guys. I'm not saying like, she's my accountability partner. I don't like to work out as much as Stephanie does. um, But you are very big on the fitness and the health and the wellness. So definitely check out her account, Fearlessly Curly. Um, I'll make sure to add it into the description of this episode. Um, But today's episode is is I'm not going to curse because Stephanie said don't curse. Although I do curse on this podcast sometimes. I just want you to know that. I listen to the podcast. Okay. I know you curse on the podcast. I'm just saying. All right. So I'm not going to say. All right. right, I'm not going to say it. But today's podcast episode title is called F the Rules. We all know what the F stands for. F the Rules. And this podcast episode came to me based on the Instagram post. And that came to me based on the fact that I look back on a lot of decisions that I have made in my life. And And a lot of times I did have to come to a place where I just said F the rules because I feel like there's this 
um, you know, unwritten rule book or these rules that society tells you you have to live by. And if you steer away from them or you do something different or you veer off a different path, it's like this unknown and this taboo, like, oh my God, you might fail or, oh my God, you may go broke. And I think the biggest one for me, obviously, was me leaving my job. Yeah. Quitting my job was like a very big deal. Um, because at the end of the day, I was always of the mindset that you needed to keep a job. And if you didn't have a job, what did life look like after the job? Right. So that is really what I wanted to talk about today. Um, and so I know Stephanie and I had a conversation about something that happened. I wasn't really going to share this with you all, but you were telling me you thought that it would be a good story yeah, to share. I definitely think it's a good story to share. I was inspired as your friend, just hearing the story, how... A lot, like a different space and time. Yeah. You wanted this job, yeah, and then you became this entrepreneur. You started your own business, and when they called you about the job, how you were able to control the conversation, yeah. And I think that that's really important for people to hear when you step into another space, right? Where you're able to not necessarily they have to sell you on the job. I think that's something that you said to me. Like you're not selling yourself to this company now. No, I'm going to tell you what I want. This is what I'm doing. This And now you got to sell me to them and say yeah. I'm a good fit. I think you use that word. Like, I don't know if I'm a good fit for exactly. them. So to give some context, guys. So what happened was, um, so when I was at my last job, which you all know was in the pharmaceutical industry, um, I mentioned that I have this hellacious commute, right? So two hours up, oh two God. hours back. Yes. We Crazy. were talking in the morning too. Oh sometimes. my God. We would talk like the whole <laughs> ride in. Thank God for you. Give me those conversations. Um, but when I was looking for something else to do, there was this consulting firm that I really, really, really wanted to work for. They were very well known. Um, and the money would have been amazing. It was been like a dream job and I applied and they didn't have any openings. I never heard back from them. So now fast forward now, almost almost like a year and a half to two years later, I get a phone call from this company and I didn't respond immediately. Um, and then I got an email and I didn't respond immediately. And then I got a text message and then I was like, okay, they must really want to talk. So I get on the phone um, with the recruiter and she's a very sweet woman. Um, and when she started off the conversation is how most of these conversations go. You know, tell me about your goals. Tell me why you applied. We see that you were interested. We, you know, we know this was like a year and a half, almost two years ago, but what makes you still interested in us? And I had to stop her right there. And I was like, yeah, I'm not necessarily still interested in this opportunity. You know, um, I'm in a very right. different space right now right. in my life. I work for myself. I'm an entrepreneur. And so she kind of was like, oh, oh, okay. You know, but what, what exactly <laughs> do you do? So after I described to her what I did, um, she then went into the position itself. And she started talking to me about this particular opportunity, which is exactly what I thought it would be, Stephanie. Like the pay would have been excellent. Right. Um, the benefits would be excellent. Um, you know, travel, right. it would just be, the good stuff. it would be, a, yeah, a dream job, but that's just not the space that I'm in right now. And I had to stop her and I said, listen, this sounds like an amazing opportunity. And maybe two years ago, I would have been in that mind space to accept something like this. But like right now, I'm not even of the mindset where I can be anyone's employee. And I was like, I told her, I said, I know the company that you represent probably is looking for someone that they can hire full time. I will be happy to work with them 
on a contract basis where I could be independent and they could hire me and my company, but not me working for them full time as an employee. I said, and then furthermore, I have a lot of questions for you about this particular company because we need to make sure that this would be like a good mutual fit. So her whole demeanor kind of just a little bit. I think she was because I know how these calls go. Typically, it would be me selling myself and really putting myself in a position to want to make sure that she goes back to them and then sells them on me versus now I also need to be sold on them. I have a lot of questions. And so we spent the remainder of that conversation with all the questions that I had for her to make a very long story short at the end of that call. Um, we got off with me saying to her, listen, if they want to work with me in a capacity of me being an entrepreneur, phenomenal. But if not, this probably wouldn't be a good fit. And I didn't think I would ever hear from her again. And then what was it? Two days later? Yeah. Two days later, she, I got a phone call and she said, they still want to talk to you. They understand that you're independent and that you're an entrepreneur and that maybe that could be, um, an area of their business model where they could fit that in. So the conversations are ongoing, but I think for me, it, I did, I've come a long way because there was a time where I would have jumped at that and there would have totally. been zero hesitation versus now I am looking at things very differently. And now that I'm on my own and independent is it would be very difficult for me to go back to that nine to five kind of setting where I answer to someone. I think once you get a taste of what it feels like to be free from that, mm-hmm. it's very difficult to go back. And the flexibility that you have with your life, your schedule, yes. just being able to take off. It's a summertime right now. You know, just having that luxury. That's what I call it. A it luxury. Is. I mean, setting your own schedule of when you want to work. Today's podcast episode is brought to you by the Pinnacle Membership Group. If you are ready to join a community of fearless, like-minded individuals, then Pinnacle Membership is just for you. Join me every month for a new masterclass focused on growing your income streams. Pinnacle Membership comes with several perks, guest speakers, group coaching, instant access to amazing content, and so much more. If real estate investing, entrepreneurship, and personal development is your thing, then log on to www.landlordinstilettos.com and take advantage of early bird enrollment today. Last week, as you know, um, was Giselle's first week out of school in I'm sure she was like Zoom fatigue. She's been doing like a bunch of Zoom calls and I had been doing a lot of virtual training as well and doing a lot of stuff with Landlord and Stilettos. And I finally had like a week where I was like, wow, this is her first week off. This is my first week off. I've never had like a full week where I can just take some time off and spend time with her and not have to worry about paid time off or is it going to conflict with something that's going on at work and I need to ask someone for permission. That was always something I used to get under my effing, I'm not going to say it's under my effing skin where I'd be like, oh, you know, I need to take off X amount of days and it would be the look like, well, why? What for? Well, you know, this pushes up against a national sales meeting that we're about to have. Like you can't take off during this time or, and so now, yes, it is very freeing, but that still doesn't negate that I still have stresses and worries and things that as an entrepreneur, I didn't have to worry about before. So I think it's always important to 
um, mention that balance because so many times you hear people talk mm-hmm. about how they're so happy to be entrepreneurs, but then they don't talk about the stressful side of it. And yeah, there right. is a stressful side. I.e. medical insurance. We're having kids, yes. you know, the just making sure the checks is coming in yes. once a month. Yes. So that you can still sustain your household. There is no household. such thing as guaranteed income right. for me anymore. Like before I knew every two weeks I was going to get a check and it would be deposited into my account. And that would be that. It's right. not like that anymore. Yeah, totally. Um, but I will say that even still, um, looking back at that phone call, I think the biggest thing is, you know, when I say F the rules, I say that if there's someone out there that's listening right now and you've been given this so-called playbook, and I'm putting like air quotes, playbook of how your life should go, you have to be strong enough and, and confident enough in yourself to say, you know what? I want to take a different route and I'm going to, I'm going to bank on myself. People always laugh about, um, Damon Dash that people have strong opinions about him. I do too. I, I, but know, we, I we had that conversation. Yes. I, I heard his interview where he said, you know, I bank on myself. Like people can call him arrogant. You can think whatever you want to think about him. But at the end of the day, like that's such a strong statement. How many of us can truly, truly say I'm banking on me. Like I'm a bank on myself. And if everything like goes to hell, then I'll deal with it. But if it doesn't, like you took that risk. And that's what I'm doing right now. And it's a very scary ride. It's like I'm banking on Michelle. And I feel like my goal and my mission through Landlord and Stilettos, through my podcast, through Pinnacle Membership is to always remind people like you got to bank on you. Like there's no one else in this world that's going to take risks on you like you would be willing to take on yourself straight up. Straight up. And I think one of the things that you always say is these jobs hired you for your skill set. Use your, why are you not applying your skill set that you have learned to bank on you? Stephanie, the Put same things that I'm doing right now with my businesses mm-hmm. are the very things that pharma paid me to do. The thing about it is though, somewhere along the line, and I will always remember, and I will always be thankful for Dr. Fox. Dr. Fox is my professor at Johnson C. Smith. Yes. And she said to me before I graduated, she said, Michelle, Take all of the knowledge and skills that you learn in corporate America and at some point do it for yourself. And that always stayed in the back of my head. I was in corporate for 20 years. So (laughs) all those years, even with every promotion and every time I got a new opportunity or every time there was a new job, I will always hear her in the back of my head. Take what you learn and then do it for yourself. That's what I'm doing now. So, yes, to your point. Somebody out there listening to this right now, if you are an accountant, if you are training, if you whatever you do, they hired you for a reason. You can also do that for yourself and you can still do both. You don't have to like completely snatch right. the rug up from under yourself totally. and like quit your job. You can say, you know what? I'm going to start my own freelancing company or my own consulting company where as long as there's no conflict, um, you know, or, you know, sometimes they make you sign these disclosures where they do try to prevent mm-hmm. you from doing something on your own. But hopefully if you're not in a position where you have to worry about that, you should be taking those skills and doing something for yourself. Totally. I totally agree with that. I think more, I don't do it. 
Like sometimes, you know, I struggle yeah. with that. I'm we talk about that all the like, time. I struggle with that. Um, self promotion and like yeah. just putting myself out there. So I think I'm getting better. You are getting so much better. <laughs> Y'all, she is posting consistently. <laughs> She's doing videos, which by the way, that's something that I struggle with. I'm not right. a big video person. I well, don't I'll like figure to be that on out, camera. right? I yeah. figured that skill out. I'm still learning, but I'm figuring it out on the, you know, a amateur level but it's a beginner level yeah but I still am proud of myself when I do figure it out and I'm like ah, I just learned a new skill remember I said to you like I learned something new today and that's the thing it's like I think people at least for me my fear in my job was always am I learning something new and I don't mean like learning stuff that the company can teach you or right. learning stuff that you know I mean like am I putting myself in a position where I'm afraid like I got to really put myself out there and I could get rejected big time. Right. Like even starting a membership group, that's a very scary thing. Mm -hmm. It's a commitment. When people sign up for Pinnacle, I, it's a, it's a like pressure on me, right? Every month <laughs> right. I have to deliver, right. I have to deliver on what my promise is. And if my promise is to say, my job is to teach you how to combine digital and physical real estate so you can create multiple streams of income. I need to show you how I did it so you can do it for yourself. That's right. a very heavy burden, right? right? And so once you put yourself out there and commit to doing something like that, you got to show up. Yes. You have to show up. And so that's always my challenge to myself is, am I putting myself out there? Am I doing things that make me feel uncomfortable? Um, am I doing stuff where I literally, I'll wake up in the middle of the night, like in a sweat sometimes, like, and you know me, like, I'll call you like, you know, I want to put out quality material, yes. quality content, because I know what it feels like to purchase somebody's stuff and oh, it's not so quality. Do so do I. <laughs> So do I. You know what it feels like when you purchase a 50-page ebook and 25 of those pages are fill in the blank. Oh or copy and paste. It's right. The same thing, just repeated on every single page. And you're like, this is, I just paid. I, I called you. I was so upset yeah. when that happened to me um, because I feel like, I remember I was showing my fiance your book, your ebook versus the ebook that I had just purchased. And I'm like, do you see this quality here? Do you see what I just paid for? By the way, y'all, she just got engaged. <laughs> yes, she got a big you. old <laughs> ring <laughs> on her finger. And I'm so excited for her because y'all have to understand, like, Stephanie and I have been friends way Wait. back when, like, <laughs> we were both, like, either young single and, and alone, young yeah, and dumb, young lonely, through relationships. <laughs> oh my gosh. So to see this, um, to see you get engaged into such an amazing guy. Oh, He's fantastic. Should we give him a shout out? Are we, should we, no, no. no. <laughs> Like, he's no. gonna be sick. Wait, so wait, so when he listens to this, he's gonna, he's be, gonna like, be like, "Do you want to shout me out?" I'm no, no. So so I know my OB. Okay, uh, yes. OB, I don't want to put his Instagram out there. He <laughs> no, already, uh, uh, yeah, no, 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 no. We don't but tag. We I, don't. Yeah, no, but I do. You have a good so dude. Yeah, lucky. You are. That we found each other. Yes. and you know he's just amazing. That's man. great. I'm really so happy is. for you. I am. I'm so happy. Look, she's blushing, y'all. <laughs> So crazy. Um, okay, so back to F the rule. So something I wanted to mention too, Stephanie, that I think is important. Um, so back when I wrote my book. Which one? The first book. Okay. The very first book. Oh, yeah. So Stephanie at the time, she was bartending. <laughs> I was. And she told me, girl, you have to come in this bar and sell your books. I was so fearful of doing that. Yes. I thought, number one, I didn't think it's a motivational book. So I just didn't know if that was going to be my audience, truthfully, number one. Right. Number two, you know, people are drinking. They're listening to music. They're talking. Nobody wants to be bothered by somebody purchasing a book. Right. But 
again, I had someone in my life being my best friend that like pushed me out of my comfort zone and said, get your ass in this bar, 11 o'clock at night. And I walked out that bar that night with so much money. I don't know if you remember, the security guard had to <laughs> accompany me to my car. Yes. And why am I sharing that with y'all? I'm sharing it with you to say, you don't always have to take the standard and traditional route of doing things, right? right. So I had done the book signings. I had called up the swanky bookshops and tried to get in their stores. Mm-hmm. And at the time, I'm a young black female, totally unknown, right? right. I'm no Oprah. Right. Right. I mean, I'm Michelle McAllister, but I'm not a known. And so you call these bookstores, they're like, uh, yeah, no. If you don't have like a known following or, you know, right. people who's your name editor, recognition. Like, who's your publishing house? So I had to do things the unconventional way. And thankfully, I had you in my life to be like, get your behind in here and oh. do this. And you know what it taught me, Stephanie? Number one, it taught me that you cannot be afraid to sell. Right? right. So, so many of us are so afraid to sell. It's funny. I could sell anything for pharmaceutical companies. I sold my whole career, business mm-hmm. development, sold actual pharmaceuticals, sold different trainings. But when it came to my own stuff, I was very shy. Right. We have to get out of that mindset. You yes. need to go just as hard for these companies that you need to go hard for yourself. Totally. And so that night I did like, I went hard for myself and I sold and I put myself out there in a way where it was uncomfortable. I was so uncomfortable to walk up to women at a bar who having a conversation talking about whatever they want to be talking about on a Friday night, not me selling them on (laughs) 22 life principles for the ultimate woman. But guess what? It worked. And ever since then, you guys, I took that moment and said, I'm going to do things unconventional when it comes to selling and promoting. And so that's what you have to do now, whether it be your business or your product or whatever it is that you have. Number one, F the rules. Forget this little playbook that society wants to hand down to you and says that you have to follow in order to be successful and get out of your comfort zone and do something that makes you feel so damn uncomfortable that you grow from it. Right. I mean, totally. You I think about that night because I was obviously I was there, but I remember that night like, you know, you had to walk up to people where they could tell you no. Right. Like, I'm not interested and go right to the next person and then like have to like get comfortable reselling your pitch again. But it worked. Exactly. And you know what I love is that people to this day still remember you. Oh my They'll God. They'll come to me and they'll be like, that's, your girlfriend, that's I brought her book. That's either good I or bad. My gr- I bought yeah. your girlfriend book. Yeah. And so it works. Yes, it was definitely a night to remember. But I think the key takeaway is that you have to put yourself in a position where, you know, you just can say F the rules. Um, But I'm so glad that you joined me on today's podcast episode, Stephanie. Um, Make sure you guys check her out at Fearlessly Curly. Yes. Um, She's all about the DIY hair care and working out and wellness and health and taking care of yourself. Um, And if you all haven't already, make sure you sign up for the newsletter um, on landlordandstilettos.com. And um, until next time, we will chat soon. Take care. Take care. Bye.